Welcome to the Sunday Service Podcast of First Universalist Church, a Unitarian Universalist congregation located in Minneapolis, Minnesota. We are a radically welcoming and progressive faith community deeply committed to love, justice, spiritual growth, and living out our values in the world. To learn more, visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org. Mama. Say it with me. Mama. Mama. One more time. Mama. The word is almost instinctual. Mama. The sound of the word contains visceral memories. Mother. Mom. Mommy. These memories that are so visceral stimulate and spark feelings and flashes in our bodies and in our minds and in our hearts. The word mama is one of the most universal sounds that no matter where you are in the world, no matter what language you speak, you understand what that means. Now, for those of us with cantankerous toddlers, and disputatious teenagers, the demanding call for mama can sound more like a curse word (laughs) instead of a polite request that recognizes our vaulted status in society as parental authorities and bastions of wisdom. But why is this evocative, simple sound so ubiquitous? With little variation around the world, linguists hypothesize that the nasal sound in mama comes from the sucking activities of a baby with a slight nasal murmur. The only phonation which can be produced when the lips are pressed to a mother's breast or to the feeding of a bottle. Later, this phonatory reaction to nursing is reproduced as an anticipatory signal at the mere sight of food. And finally, as a manifestation of a desire to eat or more generally, as an expression of discontent (laughs) and impatience, longing for that missing food or longing for that absent nurser or longing for any ungranted wish. In other words, we cry out mama until our needs are satisfied. That expression of discontent, that impatient longing for missing food, that impatient longing for nursing, that ungranted wish is not unfamiliar to many of us as adults. Many of us still cry out mama long after we are weaned from the breast and have differentiated ourselves. We call out for mother when we go through our first major break up, land that good job, or have a tough decision to make. 
or we simply cry out mama because we still are seeking to satisfy needs that went untended to, unrecognized when we were six months old. It is in this complexity that we are faced with every year as we celebrate this day. At its most basic level, Mother's Day has had a shimmery aura that seems to make everything about motherhood glow with roses and chocolates and brunches and dandelion bunches of bouquets and handmade cars and gifts made out of macaroni yarn and glitter. Mother's Day and all the associated platitudes about loveliness, parental devotion, and maternal goodness have limitations for us as we ponder the assumptions, tropes, and fantasies of what motherhood should be in this culture. Sure, for some people, Mother's Day is just as peaceful and lovely and as enchanting as the commercials make it seem. Zoe, the chalice lighter today, shared with me a beautiful Mother's Day that she prepared with her sisters for her two moms, and it was just glorious, a scavenger hunt. Uh, I can't say what other things are coming later because they're here. <laughs> but there are many more surprises. Uh, breakfast in bed and, and games and just a wonderful, wonderful time. I was so enheartened by what I heard Zoe share with such enthusiasm about this day. But for, for others, Mother's Day is fraught with loss, grief, longing, and for some, bitterness. And for many people, Mother's Day is an aching and muddy walk into the trenches of past arguments, present dilemmas, and future wonder. Some of us today are grieving the loss of their mother, whether this is their first Mother's Day without her, or it's been decades. Some of us who have dreams of becoming a mother have been put on hold or vanished altogether due to infertility, miscarriage, or some other bodily betrayal. Among lots of gay folks, particularly of my generation, who have performed the role of mother all year long or forgotten our Mother's Day, because we are considered to be too masculine to be considered a mommy. First time I ever said that. It's real. And there are many of us who have had awkward, weird, and estranged relationships with our mothers, for which this day reminds us in the overdrive of the hallmark pixels everywhere. And there are mothers who lost one of their precious babies way too soon. On this day, they're reminded they have lost them to childhood cancers, suburban high school shooters, ICE detention centers, and the scourge of opiates. Years ago, I read a beautiful 
Christian dedication called The Wide Continuum of Mothering by Amy Young. You know, I had to do a little adaptation. So today I present you an adaptation of this with a universalist spin. To those who gave birth this year to their first child, we celebrate with you. To those who have lost a child, we mourn with you. To those who are in the trenches with little ones every day, in cars filled with goldfish crumbs and Cheerios, and wear the marks of food stains on silk blouses to work, we appreciate you. <laughs> to those who experience loss through failed adoptions or kids who run away from home, we hold you close. To those who walk the hard path of infertility, fraught with the pokes and the prods and the tears and the disappointments, forgive us when we say stupid things. Oh, they've said stupid things to Ashley and I as we've lost three. To those who are foster moms, butch moms, mentor moms, and spiritual moms, we need you. To those who have warm and close relationships with your children, we celebrate you, we learn from you, we need you. To those who have disappointment, heartache, and distance with your children, we are here with you. And you can pick any of us to be a surrogate child today. To those of you who, like me, have estranged relationships with a sibling, who hid my mother from me for five years in a nursing home while she died of Alzheimer's, and who I find out that my mother had died on the internet while I was at work one day, I say to my sister, I forgive you. And I ask you to grieve with me today. To those who've experienced abuse and neglect at the hands of your mother, we're here to heal with you. To those who have lived through the overall testing of motherhood, we are better for having you in our midst. And to those who support mothers who don't want to be mothers, we thank you. And to all of those who donated to the Free Black Mothers Bail Fund today to get black moms who can't afford to make bail for misdemeanors out of jail on Mother's Day, we are glad you did that. And to those of you who are single and long wait to be married and mothering your own children, we wait with you. To those whose mothers, who are mothers without the title, we love you. We love you. And to those whose step-parent, co-parent, and sort of parent, <laughs> we walk with you on these complex paths. To those of you who will have empty nests in the upcoming year, we grieve and rejoice with you as you consider what you're going to do with that room. <laughs> <laughs> to 
To those who place children up for adoption, we commend you for your choice to love in community and remember how you hold that child in your heart every day. And to those of you who are pregnant with new life, both expected and surprising, we anticipate with you and we support your choices. And those of you who are sick of Mother's Day, <laughs> just wait a month or so. It'll be Father's Day. <laughs> no baggage there, right? <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for listening to this podcast from First Universalist Church of Minneapolis. We're a faith community committed to racial justice, and together we give, receive, and grow in the universalist spirit of love and hope. To learn more about who we are and our ministry, please visit us online at firstuniversalistchurch.org.